Hello and welcome to our first episode of The Warp Report, the 40K-themed podcast from South Korea. I am here joined with my co-hosts, Luke and Rock. Hello. What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. So, um, as you, we are all surviving this world uh, panorama, as it were. And so we are... But we're here to talk about um, who are we and what is 40 Korea, our 40K Korea community out here in the wonderful land of South Korea. So um, as far as the Warp Report goes, a couple of us got together one day and said, hey, we're kind of bored. Do you want to do a podcast? And uh, Luke just kind of got roped in with my ideas. <laughs> and uh, here we are now. So um, the big thing, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, trying to, we're trying to make the most out of our beautiful situation, which is the delightful Corona pandemic where we cannot get out of our house. And it's a beautiful day of September, previous of the Chuseok, which is the Thanksgiving for Korea. And we've got to be probably heading to some uh, more lockdown. So, yep. Yeah. Let's see what, 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 how can we mix 40K and a little bit of podcast in the middle? Yeah, and here we're talking about, um, uh, you know, 40 Korea, our origins, how we got started, and how we got involved. Right, so the, full, the whole thing of 40 Korea, so if you're, so before you know, you can check our information, you can find us in some chat rooms. We have this chat room, which is in Kakao. We originally started exactly a year ago. Our anniversary just happened, I think, last week in August. Uh, it was started by a local, uh, basically, leader, if you want to post it, or host for most of the games at the moment, an organizer of tournaments and future organizer of tournaments as well, Mr. Sue. And again, we started on Facebook. We're like four people in a chat group. Uh, orcs, Marines, Deadgar, and more Marines. And now we're over, after a couple of months, we started growing, and I think now we're reached a total of 70 people. If I'm not wrong, we are at 80 as of today. Ugh. Okay, yeah. But the deep that. side, dude. Yeah. The, the, yeah, we're all over the Korea. We're not just, uh, there is, we're divided in the different regions. We have, of course, Seoul, the city, which is the best. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold punches. I mean, uh, and then they have Incheon, which is the other area, with Su and most of the other players are also hosted. And then we have people in Pyeongchang, we have people in Busan, we have people in, all over the Korea that is also joining the, the community, but also playing against each other. We go everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, basically, at the moment, we're running a league across Korea that is reaching the climax. But it was uh, when we did it, it was only two regions, basically. But then it just grew into more, and now we are covering a lot of areas. So overall, the community started uh, pretty small. Now it's going big. But of course, uh, as soon as the community started to kick off, Corona started to get heavier again. And we went from having small events between four to six people tops when it was possible. And we are back to square one, where we can just barely meet the basic uh, safety standards to not having issues. And we, when, we, when we can, we play. And what else, what else? What else? Yep, that, that's pretty much it. What is what it was at the beginning now, and then it's such a big thing. And that's the 40k Korea thing regarding to Sue, the aim or the objective or the goal of this community 
is not only play, connect with us, but also be, uh, let's say, a bridge between the expert community, because in this case, for most of the people in the community are expat. Experts for maybe for some wording in English is foreigners who are living in Korea. And we are, and very recently used to have more Korean players. For example, here, Mr. Rock, who is joining us today, is one of them oh. who joined us a few months ago. But we're trying to slowly make the, you know, bridge the gap between these two sides of the communities so we can start making more events in the future and, you know, play together. Right. And a big issue definitely is the, uh, language barrier because while a number of us do speak Korean um even those of us who speak Korean it's not always good enough to you know play with people whose native language is Korean because what we use in our daily lives is often different from what you know mm -hmm. most of us expats have learned that's the issue I'm having right now man I can function yeah, yeah. but the moment you ask me to start having a normal conversation I I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to talk with Rock, and uh, the thing is, like, the thing we learn is not something you use in normal conversation. Yeah. Uh, I, I go from, hello, where is bathroom? <laughs> yeah, do you know the birth rates are going low? So uh, things like the, the topics become so complex and so fast that you have no idea how to pick up the conversations. It, yeah. it gets awkward also. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. And so, oh. yeah, and so does in 40k, though I have to say that it should be a little bit more neutral in 40k. Yeah. Because after all, the rules are in English. Most yeah. of the rules are in English. There's no many. I don't think there's a translation of the codex in Korean. Not that much. Not that I'm aware of. It's just that, like, some of the context just needs to be explained in English because mm. it's just originated from English. And some of the words that exist in Korea, just like, uh, gets like molded into the English versions. For example, like uh, Cult Mechanicus is like we, what I found out, we called it like Kigegyo or something like that. Kigegyo. Kigegyo. Yeah. So, so, so you have yeah, like the, the English, the Korean English basically will be, because there is a lot of words that you borrow from English. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So some there, some literally just translated. Like, it's kind of weird also. Like, Nick sometimes asked me to translate, like, some of the things, uh, like, English to Korean. And I have to look, I have to, like, look for certain contexts when it comes to, like, certain, like, 40k terms. Like, for example, oh. like, uh, like, Cult Mechanicus, I already explained that. Uh, Sisters of Battle, like, um, apparently, some people, they, they just... Luna? No, 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 no. They don't say that. They you just call it. Don't say battle nunes? No. They just call them sisters, and that's it. Uh, like for casual term or something like that. That would be or, nice, though. I, I mean, mean, some people do. Some people do. We some call people it sisters do. in English. Okay, I'm yeah. officially calling battle nunes now. <laughs> I would totally root for that. Also, like yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, yeah. But how did you guys, like, so I really want to talk about how we all ended up here, like, in this community. Because I was, uh, we're at 80 now. I was around 23, I think I was saying, whenever I joined, which I have not been in Korea very long. Um, it's only been about seven months for me. And so the fact that I'm speaking in any Korean, um, like, conversationally, I'm very, very proud of myself. Um, but I literally was moving here and I said, you know, I need to find something to do because I can't go to, you know, bars or anything here because 
they're all closed. So I'm like, I need to find a hobby. I'm like, well, I like Warhammer. I had just the year before, right before uh, the pandemic started, I got back into Warhammer. Story, I was a 7th edition Necron player. Had a terrible community, left, and I didn't play for years. And then I decided one year, I had some extra cash. I said, I'm going to start uh, Warhammer and bought $500 in models. Don't do what I did. Um, uh, nice. I bought a 2,000-point army. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't be me. Uh, but I, I, it was January. So I bought two of the old battle force boxes of blood angels. And then, you know, mm-hmm. like Mephiston and some other things, That's which I'm like, okay, I get to building it. I get them all built and I'm like, I'll be playing with gray, but I had a great shop and it's like, okay, I can play with gray. As <laughs> I finish my last model, it is the beginning of March, 2020. Whole country shuts down in America. Whole state shuts down. So I am literally stuck with this army. I can't play. And the ninth edition comes out. And I had I barely got to play eighth edition. Ninth edition comes out, and I have to play uh, Blood Angels at the beginning, which felt great. But as I'm moving to Korea, I'm like, I really like Warhammer. That'll be a good thing because I know there's a Warhammer store here. And I went mm-hmm. on Facebook. Should found a group or uh for oh, supplying us with uh, the, the, the thing uh the thing we love and regret yes <laughs> um, the regrets my uh but yeah my um i found it on facebook and i'm like oh this is based out of uh daegu which is in like the middle of the country and i'm in the northern part i'm like ah this sucks <laughs> and then i look through the posts and lo and behold our fearless leader posted, hey, does anyone have this? Have books? I'm looking for them in Songdo. And I'm like, wait, hmm. I'm near there. And that's all she wrote. Yeah, well, that's, and here we are now. Yeah, you know, it's been a crazy couple of uh, months, but. Uh, so uh, basically Among Us, you are the oldest player, I think. Among Us. Among Us, Princess, <laughs> that's Princess Technically, yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. the longest standing yeah. player yeah, yeah. out of the three among, of us. Yeah, I'm on the three of us, yes. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I started playing Warhammer on August last year. Exactly at the beginning of the, when the, this whole thing started, I started playing Warhammer. A big shout out to Justin that I casually met by pure chance when I went to watch a, a game at a, a local club. We ended up talking, we ended up... Uh, chilling, we ended up playing together, and he he did something that I, I am very grateful. At the same time, like, oh god, what I have got myself into? He gave me a box, uh, a full box of Dark Imperium, the full box of uh, Space Marines and Death Card. And I said, okay, let's start playing. So I, start, I was trying to start with Space Marines, but since we're a small community, everyone's playing Marines. And I wanted to do something different, so we got more variety. So I said, okay. Uh, let's try Death Guard. I used to follow Warhammer story in the back, the lore, before playing, but I come from Argentina, South America. Warhammer is not just only an expensive hobby, it's basically impossible to have because Games Workshop doesn't exist there. Customs, uh, a much complicated topic. And basically, this is, a, this is a hobby, but it's also a premium hobby to some extent because, yeah, it demands a lot of investment. I never, I never had a chance to do this at all. I never had a chance to do this kind of thing. 
And I said, okay, why not? I mean, it's Corona. I just graduated. Um, I'm trying to get some, some some job working, and anxieties and such. I need to, you know, something to keep my stress off. And lo and behold, they ended up uh, painting my marines. And as soon as I got settled here in Korea, we work a notch. I ended up just uh, going too deep into one of the armies, which is Death Guard. And now I have. Uh, I started with only one army and I have three. At uh, 2,000 points, and I am uh, both the proud and ashamed that I got this far. And literally right now, as I speak, I am dry brushing a space marine because I'm doing the ultramarines that I never finish because I started doing that guard. I'm doing it right now. So, yeah, that's my case. But I think uh, Rock is the latest one. How'd us. you find us, Rock? <laughs> well, my story goes a bit short compared to all of y'all. In my case, uh, I think I started like around three to four months ago. Yeah, somewhere around during that time. So the way I started is I actually was looking for a certain like Warhammer English group to be exact because I had to find some social bonding for my brother for him to just hang out outside because he's just like staying home, staying at home like most of the time. And I found this Kakao Talk group, a uh, 40k English group, and I was like, okay, this seems, uh, uh, there seems to be an English group around here or something like that. So I went to the chat room and I said like, hey y'all, I was like, do you guys play games or something like that? And lo and, lo and behold, everyone's like freaking like fabbing and everything. Like, we don't <laughs> like, play what? games, we live the games. Yeah. We are the game. <laughs> we are the game. So I was like, okay, that's good. Like, apparently, there's a game like happening around like a week, a week or so. Like around, like usually on week, uh, usually around the weekends. You, you, you are very dedicated, man. I, <laughs> I, I sometimes I play only for like uh, once a week or once every two weeks. You just go every weekend, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Uh, yeah. Rock and I, I think, play the most. Some of, we're some of the most active players in the country. Uh, we, I, I one time played two to three games every single weekend for three months straight. Like how I ended up playing, I have no idea. I just like brought my brother to a freaking match and I saw them play. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And Benny, one of the member, he suggested me to play. And like I was like hesitant for a moment, and I like looked around like what like what kind of armies there are or something like that, and and I just heard of Death Guard from like one of the member, like okay. yeah, I heard Death Guard and I looked it up. Like apparently they're like one of the toughest army to kill, like resilient, disgustingly <laughs> resilient apparently. The best army, yes, I agree, I agree. <laughs> And then, like, I look up Death Guard, it's like, oh, they actually do have the same aesthetics as the Infested Marines with, from StarCraft 2, which yes. I love yes. them. Like, when it comes to aesthetic-wise, like, organic, metallic, like, those two things, like, joining and bonding together. Yeah, and they also have this medieval vibe. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. which I love them. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm building Death Guard, and I just bought, like, a few models, like... I think I bought like the starter set for the for the Death Guard. And... Imperium? No, no, no. The the latest one, the latest uh, the one combat. with the titles yeah, in it. The patrol box. Yeah, the patrol box. I bought one and I started buying more things, <laughs> like the PVC and like the other things. And 
I ended up having more than two key lists now, like two key point lists. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna make you all sound sane right now. Uh, my smallest army is about. I have about my smallest army. I think I have about four thousand points in models. Like, of this my is not a competition. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to make you guys seem sane. I think I have, uh, between my three armies, we figured it out one day. It's something like 15,000 points, which is not big, but um, yeah. definitely one of the, uh, the fact I've only been at this for, I've only been here building for about seven months. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I remember there was a time that you had more armies than months in Korea. Yes, there was a time where I matched. I was here for three months and I had just started my third army. Um, <laughs> Uh, technically I didn't count it because I had started the army years ago in America with, uh, Necrons, but yeah. Um, do you want, your something, it counts. something I really, uh, really, um, enjoyed though is whenever we used to play our tournaments, uh, which, uh, funny enough, Luke and I have been at several tournaments together and because we are always, um, next to, we're always near each other in the standings. We never get each other. Because we're always next to each other in the standings. Hey, hey, I know you've been dodging me. I know um, at least one time you intentionally dodged me. Oh, one of them, I did the intentionally versus, dodge you. So you intentionally dodged me. Soul versus so, Enchan, I did because Blood Angels really hurt into Death Guard because they stopped the charge abilities. Um, yeah, Rock, we, uh, uh, do you want to tell the... Do you want to tell the story of the first time we played, or should oh, I? Oh God! <laughs> so Jesus. I th I think I'll do this justice. So okay, okay, um, uh, you do it wrong, yeah. Okay, you can tell it, but I just want to say one thing before you start. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. I want to listen to your story, your version. I already listened to Nick's. I want to yeah, listen to yeah. Why don't we listen to yours, and then I'll tell uh my story, my version of the story. So I had this great idea. Like I've been told, like by most of people like you should actually try to go to a tournament <laughs> i was like uh one game for me takes like around like six hours or five hours to play are you sure about this <laughs> and they were like all telling me yeah just go for it just try yeah just do it and i just did and funny enough actually i never got timed out for some reason i was actually shocked isn't this the tournament you play against me yeah, first. Yeah. <laughs> first game <laughs> is Luke. First second game, game against is me. Luke. Death Guard against Death Guard. I was like, well. <laughs> that game was agonizing to watch. I had the chance to go first. That's why I managed to get ahead. That's that's still. Yeah, actually, it's actually fun, and it's actually it's actually a great chance for me to learn like a lot of things. So I picked up a lot of things from that game. <laughs> Which yeah, made... no, I, I remember that oh I'm gonna do this combo and then the next in your turn I, I'm gonna do the same thing you just did oh oh that doesn't sound fun at all yeah, but, uh, it's just like the reverse Uno card but like yeah, yeah I did no. lose I did lose Let, let's get to the more interesting <laughs> match which is round two oh god the round two so I fought against um, I forgot um, if it was James or someone yeah I think it was James like I was against I was against Space Wolves Right, mm -hmm. I was playing Nids at that time. Yeah, and it was like a landslide win for the Death Guard because uh, one thing for sure, I did learn a lot of things from when I was fighting against Luke. So I was using all that thing. <laughs> because, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, hey. against the Space Wolves, dude. Learn, adapt, overcome. And but, it's yeah. a 
it's a charging army. You destroy the uh, any yeah, army that relies on the charge. You destroy yeah, it. And, yeah, and of course, there's that also. Death Guard is just like a heavy melee army. At the same time, they're just like really freaking hard to kill. <laughs> oh, it's actually a fun game for me, but not for James. <laughs> and then, you know, so what happens after you build this confidence high after two good games? What oh happens God. after you build this confidence high? <laughs> So I face against demons, and just like that, lamb to slaughter. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> so let me uh, let me embellish what happened. Let me regale to you what happens here. I'm running Slanesh demons. It's my first day running them. I had beat the sisters, gotten slaughtered by Tyranids because he shot me before I could get to him, and I am just furious after this game because I hate losing. I'm a very Luke knows. I'm a very very passionate player. I'm not angry, but I very much get into my games. I love playing. Anyone I'm actually surprised knows, that you didn't build corn army, okay? <laughs> yeah, everyone knows how much I love my melee combat and how passionate I get into my games. Well, um, uh, the Death Guard says, oh, we're going to castle. And I'm like, great. The horror of the T1 charge was born that day. Uh, okay. And people have talked about this to this day. This was months you ago. You don't uh, castle. My uh, Slanesh army can advance and charge. So I, with a keepers that had 14-inch movement, anywhere from 14 to 19-inch movement that game, um, that could advance, and that's base, advanced and charged on him. I believe the, uh, so I get this wide-eyed, you know, local local player who's like, man, I want to try playing in a tournament for my first time. And the final score was 100 to 36. Oh. He didn't leave his deployment zone. I can't leave. It's a turn one charge. Four keepers of secrets. He lined up his demon prince. And I put my character hunter, Shalaxi Hellbane, if you look up her stats. If she rolls a six to wound, it's a flat six damage. I got three against him. Which, even with death guard ability, flat 15 wounds that he couldn't save. Yeah, or that he failed the invo save. Failed. What good is minus one damage, right? Was, if it's I, put, like... I think I put 16 Don't wounds say that. Don't say down. that, uh, Rock. I, uh, I, so if someone listens to you, he'll start complaining. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I put uh, 15 <laughs> wounds down on that, uh, on that um, demon prince that had like eight. I think I put like 15 wounds down on him. But yeah, the thing was fiends. He realized very quickly, oh, wait. Uh, my Plague Marines actually get one shot by Keepers because all their weapons are damage three. And mm -hmm. they are AP three. So he has a six up armor save. And they are just getting... Yeah, so... And he can't retreat because I have fiends in there. So none of his stuff can leave to get... You know, try and get away from my Keepers. It was a, it was a very entertaining game for me. Yeah, but I think... Yeah, and I did learn from that day that deployment really do matter. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, you, you learn those things when the in these events. When I was playing yeah. Zeus List for the first time, I I did a training, and I left yeah. like the tiniest gap, and then he just woke up to the tiniest gap, and he just eats through my army. I was like, oh, yeah. the yeah. problem the problem with playing the problem with playing Sue is is that uh, he knows your armory better than you do. He's just so knowledgeable of the game, he's almost impossible to beat. Um, I would say, like, we... Uh, the advantage I definitely have of living here in... Uh, 
on this end of the country is I would say out of the top three players in the in our group, I have two of them down the street. So that's why my win-loss record the, looks pretty horrible so... sometimes is because I play the, the two, two of the best players again and again and again and again. <laughs> the thing with Su that he, he plays really well, but I'm not denying that, but the, the army he plays uh, is really anti-meta. Is really against uh, because all the armies are kind of elite, and his army is designed basically to eat elite armies. So right. a, a single mistake, it just spirals down. So if you want, and the thing is that you cannot tailor uh, made a list to beat him because that's not the purpose. Because you're gonna face something else, you're gonna get stumped. But that's the thing. You need to know how to pull it. Right. With, with the list I've been using for those, for example, games, I have no chance to to. To come back at all so it was just me to try to it's, score as much as i could but it's, it's man uh, he's really good at punishing you for any mistake right it's the same reason my demons are winning you know pretty well right now is demons are absolute elite hunters like they because my my elites are my hqs are stronger than yours mine are also 250 points a piece but you know i have monster elite units that just mow through anything they touch Oh, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. They just eat. My Chaos Undivided list just eats through stuff. But the issue is, um, so does Tyran So does his Tyranid list. But his Tyranid list is ranged, and I have only melee because I'm playing demons. I'm stuck in melee combat. I can deny his psychic powers, but he will abs. And I can take on his Demacarians, but he will absolutely mow me off the board with. He brings a Bio Titan against me. But like hive yeah, guard, Titan or the hive guard. But like the hive guard just mow me off the field because I can't get to him in time. No, so. there's no way to get it. I've been yes. there. I suffer through that. There so is yeah. no country. I can he's just, just imagine good. the fear and the horror. If <laughs> That's I can, just transpiring. If, I just count myself in the top. If I can count myself in the top six in the country or in our group, not in the country, but the top six in our group, I call that a good day. I just overcommit. <laughs> you know. Too, yeah, exactly. I just overcommit everything. But yeah, um, Rock, I really want to hear what you have been working on because you're probably our most prolific uh, uh, converter. Convert, converter. Yeah, yeah, you're a sculptor in the group. Your conscience are sick. Yes, you are. You dude. do more than all of us. Yeah. Oh, that so is actually we, surprising. So <laughs> if, the, if we can put the kind of imagery now, I can show you a photo of he made a demon prince out of Gasco, the model of Gasco, Thraka, and it's beautiful. That's the demon prince I bonked in the previous story. Damn you. That, that, I'll have my revenge. I, that's the prince I, I smite to, to smithereens yeah. last time. It has its moment. It has its moment. I'm not going to lie. He's uh, beautiful. Yeah. My Slanesh sending it to uh, my Slanesh list, sending him straight to Horny Jail with the holy bonk. <laughs> but yeah, yeah what, are you working uh, what have you been working on? Uh, well, right now, so I did start with the, the Demon Prince. I'm actually trying to make the one of the great demons with as like a converter, uh, as a converted model. So the idea concept of it is similar with my demon prince. So it's like Death Guard um, lords in power armor, something like that. Mm-hmm. So and, that's the one I did, yeah. Yep. Use, yeah. 
So I'm trying to make one for Bellacore. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna summon him, but yeah. And one for the great unclean one also. So two of them is, so I'm actually working right. Uh, I, I'm, oh, sorry. I'm actually working on the great unclean one right now. And as for the, the Bellacore power armor, I'm still waiting for some of the parts to arrive so I can like uh, make it happen. Nice. Yeah, and one of the, one of the thing. Oh wait, wait, one more thing that I'm thinking right now is the. Inf I'm trying to convert the mythic blight haulers to like one of the, like infested structure, like infested bunker, uh, like nice. similar concept with the uh, Starcraft two, but it's like moving. Oh, that's cool. oh. similar concept to that, but it's gonna be mythic haulers. <laughs> Have you checked the Hammerfall bunker from the Space Marines? You can work oh, on that. Yeah, I think I can use model? that. You can use that as a base. That actually yeah. would be a really good one. Yeah, it will be. A, it's a really good model in the the sense of for kind of stuff, and it can be, it already comes with weaponry, so you can like. Because I know, I know the the what you're talking about infested. Mm. I really like the. I want to say Typhus. Tychus from StarCraft. I, had the, I was playing Heroes of the Storm and he has the skin of Infested. Yeah. So it's really good. Also, note to anyone who's listening to this, StarCraft is a copy of Warhammer. <laughs> it originally Ooh. was, yep, but they lost the licensing rights. Shots fire. Actually, no, Shots that was fire. Warcraft. That was Warcraft. <laughs> lost the licensing out, rights. We're calling out Korea's national sport, which is StarCraft 2. Look it up. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, but um, to be fair, yeah, Warhammer did come out first. Yes. So, I mean, like, I would look at it in a different view, like, just a different taste of, like, uh, like of the sci-fi fantasy. No, yeah. of course, of course. It's I, all Dune I, to I, me. It's, 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 that's what I want to say. Basically, we have, like, a Dune is Warhammer, Starcraft is Warhammer. Uh, so, basically, it's kind of a, it's kind of a whole thing. So what else are you working besides this uh, project you're talking about, this bunker? Uh, right now, just purely Death Guard right now. But I am actually thinking of other armies to build if it's possible. But um, yeah, it's got to be really costly. <laughs> I'm going to quote someone. Uh, you should play a different army, Rock. That's what I was going to quote. Do it! I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, I'll, I'll I'll think about it. But uh, but I do have a, an, an army in mind. To be fair, like a guard list. <laughs> oh, so like, yeah, that's why it's gonna be expensive. You need yeah, it's gonna models. be a lot. It's gonna be expensive. So once I start working again, maybe I can try to build for that. And yeah, maybe I mean, Krieg. <laughs> if you're gonna do that, um, if you're gonna do that, get an airbrush. Mm -hmm. It will save your oh. life. I, I, I am regular brush gang, so that's that's why I have become known as a absolute fiend with painting is because I can airbrush models so fast, but also I have more time than most, so I mm -hmm. I chew out models probably one of the fat pre pretty fast. So um, just uh, just table standard, it goes. Yeah, if I if I do parade ready, those models take me about a week. Oh no, yeah. Um, but yeah, nice. I've been speaking of parade ready. I'm actually working on my airbrush, uh, Magnus where I'm seeing how much of the model can I do with only airbrush. Oh my God. Airbrush so far, would save a lot of time. So far I have his wings almost done. 
Uh, they need a little bit of green ink, and then they'll be done. His body is done. I'm working on his uh, weapon. And his armor is done, because I'm not using the chest armor. I'm only using his leg armor. Um, but yeah, and then I got to work on his face. So it's so far, I have, I've been able to do enough effects with my airbrush that I have not had to touch a paintbrush yet. We're going to see how far we can get this to go. I will have to grab one eventually, but I'm really curious how far can I go before uh, um, I have to grab a brush, which in the words of a, a great movie, no one knows just how far I'll go. Well, yeah. I am working on Space Marines. Because originally, I start, originally my plan was to play Ultramarines. But back in the day, when we were the community was only four people, we had Raven Guard, Scorpions, uh, and Ultramarines. So like, yeah, and only Orcs. So like, yeah, we have four people, three guys of the same faction. I should play something, you know, evil. You want to put it that way. So we can have like a proper flavorful game. That's why I started doing that card. But now there's a lot of variety and after playing Delgar for so long, I'm not saying it became stale. It just, I've been testing. I mean, I've done so many lists and so many tests that I need something, something different. That's why I already, I already built and painted 2000 points of studies. And now I'm building to, I'm painting 2000 points of ultramarines, but the ultramarines feels a little more personal project because unlike the other guys, I outsay customize everything. At least the most units I enjoy the most. I've been, uh, thanks to our local 3D printer dealer, Anthony, who's been kind enough to help me with uh, printing some stuff. I printed a lot of bits that are very similar to Roman and Greek. So basically, the Ultramarines, in case you don't know, which probably you do because everybody knows and love and hate the Ultramarines, are very Romanesque, Roman, the Roman Empire. But I like the whole, I like the whole Roman vibe, but I also like the Greek vibe. So I'm doing a mix of both Roman and ancient Greece kind of vibe with my army. So I'm working on that. We have a and great... Right now, yeah, yeah it's, it's basically uh, I'm trying to do like separate, separate units. Like the Vanguard bets, which are supposed to be, you know, the, the, the more hardcore season veterans are actually Spartans. That's why I'm, the way I'm building them. And the, the guys that are supposed to be tough and stay in formation and be very hold the line are classically known, for example, for the Romans, the legionaries. So the Vega veterans have uh, the legionary vibe. So I'm trying to put some flavor in my elite units to make it look different. But it takes so much time. I don't have much time. And I've been working on these Vanguard beds for so long that I, I feel <laughs> guilty that I, I, they're there, half-painted. Like, oh my god, I, I only did the base colors. I haven't done any of the highlighting. I haven't done any of the washes. I'm like, oh. It's gonna take a lot of time. It does like, take a lot of time. I gotta agree with that. I'm looking at uh, like ten models there that are loaded with details. I'm like, oh god, please no. But yeah, at least I know how to you know blow off some steam whenever I come from work. Now that I have these things uh, on the works. We, but yeah, we... that's pretty much on my side. And lastly, I need to finish some stuff from the university. I also have pending. I mean, everything is finished. But I just need to, you know, improve it because I did just the basis for a lot of us. Yeah. I'm almost, I'm chewing through my curse city, but I'm glad we have our community because it makes it great to, for modifying, 
because it makes everyone's uh, army look very, very unique. So even if you're facing the same army, no no one's armies look the same, which I, I really agree. love. Great. Everything is distinctive. Yeah, which I, you know, I like being a spe- I like being special, so that's why I have my uh, yeah. demons. I'm, I'm the only one. Special. I like being my special self. Yeah, um, my yeah, special too. <laughs> um, I can't. I have a Bellacore on the way, and I cannot wait to get him because that is going to be my dry brushing monster. If you watch the official GW video, dude is just like entirely dry brushed. You just paint him black and then dry brush him in varying degrees of gray. <laughs> so basically, fifty shades of dry brush. <laughs> fifty shades of gray dry brush. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna destroy my dry brushes. I need. I'm gonna need a new set for this project. Oh come on! Just, I, my dry brushes are just uh, makeup brushes for one buck and buy some. No, that's exactly uh, what I'm doing. The, mine the, are just mine things, are just destroyed. I need new ones. Those oh. things are, are a life savior, man. But yeah, that's why I have uh, I have those. I just got some brush soap, which I cleaned off the gunk off my uh, actual detail brushes. Oh yeah, brushes. I Holy need that Lord. actually. I need, yeah. I need that actually. Um, yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's really good stuff. I really, uh, I, I didn't think my stuff was that dirty until I, um, until I cleaned it and I'm like, oh, that's what the, that's what the sable looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what the brush is supposed to look. Yeah. They went from like a blackish color to brown to like a light oh, brown. No. I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, lately though, we've had some conversations about codex creep and the new codexes, which we are oh, getting. Uh, orcs just went on pre-order this weekend. They just went up today. Um, the orcs looks wacky, but it fits them. But yeah, it does. I don't yeah. think they. They. I mean, I haven't played them the new one yet, but uh, knowing the playstyle of the orcs, I don't think it's uh, it's as oppressive as other armies. Because overall, I mean, at least for the way I play, I like melee, and that's the thing. That's what the orcs do; they do melee. But I, uh, although there are some units that I, I just keep, I just was watching Aspect Tactics the other day, and the the war boss on this Quickstar thing, he looks like a that yeah, thing hurts. That <laughs> thing that looks that looks like you're not gonna have fun. Yeah, you're not gonna have fun. Guess that. You you want to know what's awful? You want to know what's awful? Yeah. Um, the new, um, snake bites are the beast boys. Yeah. Snaggas. You want to know the, what they get, uh, bonuses to wound against? Demons. Monsters. You know what most of my, my important demon units are? Oh no. Monsters. It is terrible sometimes. Luckily, uh, do not play demon prince against orcs. (laughs) I can, uh, what I can do is I can just sit back my uh, KFC Lord, my uh, Lord of Change, Lord of Chicken, um, and I can just uh, mortal wound spam from a building because he can't get up. If, if I stand on something, he can't get up there. <laughs> if he can make it there, yeah. You're going to yeah. have to put him in a weird, weird very weird way. So three, I don't three, find three, it really funny when it comes to rulings like... So basically, if you can't climb up to that building, you can't you can't fight them. It's like what? But I mean, <laughs> I can charge it. Technically, you can charge in, from the bottom, but it's complicated depending yeah. on the terrain. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, it's like great you can uh you can fight my Lord of Change. 
He is the weakest greater demon in melee. He is still a greater demon, though. Like, it's still going to be an AP 3, 3 damage hit. It's just going to be fewer of them. <laughs> but yeah, it's a... Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm really enjoying seeing what's coming out of the Thousand Suns Codex, where um, the Cabal points, you can not only guarantee that your psychic power goes off, you can mess with your opponent's psychic phase, which I'm really? loving because... I, I haven't it, checked any of that. Yeah, I was uh, talking to some of our players, and basically you can stop people from casting or make them cast on one die, or you know you can uh, stop them from denying an ability for Cabal Points. You can literally say, no, you don't get to deny me. No. So it's really <laughs> cool um, now that there's counterplay to the Psychic phase. Because against a lot of armies, like demons are a very psycho heavy army, so they were running rampant uh, with psychic phase, just mortal wounding things. Now, I recognize it's because I just counted the meta well right now um, for our locals. But our Admech player, who I play probably every other weekend, we play two or three games together. Um, he bought Grey Knights, and the entire community is blaming me for that right now. Um, so, oh, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, oh, because yeah, uh, Grey Knights are anti-demon. Oh, really? They have a bunch of anti-demon abilities and stratagems that literally say they only work. It's like if it's a demon, you get X, Y, Z. I mean, to be fair, in lore wise, I guess Grey Knights are demon hunters. Because they they've always been demon hunters, but now yeah, that they're no. good demon hunters, it hurts a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> they, they have a lot of gimmicks now that are very interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, for yeah, the Thousand Sun also, thanks, like... Thanks. Oh wait, yeah, hold thanks. on. Thanks, Nick. Sorry, sorry. Wait, uh, should I say it? Or... Yeah, yeah, go on, go on, go on. Sorry. Like, I did find, like, like a very funny gimmick. Like, apparently, you can use some, like, the psychic things in non-psychic space. Like, if you target something to shoot, like, one of your guys, uh, for, the, for the Thousand Suns, if you're getting shot at, you can actually cast something to teleport away. So you will not be shot at or something? <laughs> yes, it's yeah, a strategy. Yeah. If you aim at it, you can teleport, yeah. Oh, it's Grey Knight. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I thought it was it's, Oh, it's the Grey Knight uh, relic. The oh, teleporting yeah, Dreadnought. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a unit is teleporting. A giant robot, basically, uh, is teleporting <laughs> out of sight. And, and that's that's what I was laughing oh, at. My favorite, movie. yeah. Nothing, the, nothing personal, kid. And yeah, teleports behind you. <laughs> the Dread Knight teleports behind you. <laughs> Nothing personal, kid. I, I'm so glad. Like, I was a little disappointed that we didn't get really any model updates for the for the Grey Knights. I get why, but I'm a little disappointed still. One, but okay. The only model that I'm All the right, only needed. silver lining in this is uh, the fact that the Dread Knights didn't change they're still baby carriers and i'm they are so still happy baby carriers, yes. i am so happy so improvements uh still keeping their like uh gameplay wise or something like that yeah yeah they got a new gameplay i wish we had gotten the retributor squads and the purifiers i wish those had gotten updated but you know it makes sense with the lore so beggars can't be choosers thousand mm -hmm. sons looked pretty good so they didn't really need a a look update they already look pretty nice models man they have like only the two <laughs> models and everything else is just age of sigmar uh hey this works in age of sigmar here's a 40k a a4 sheet 
with rules for them. That's they, what they. That's what Dustin Suns was, man. They did get new models, right? New box, to be exact. Uh, they, they got a new combat patrol, and each yeah. army got a new model. Uh, Only for the one Green Knights, Castellan Crow got updated, and for the Thousand Suns, they got the Infernal Master, who works really well, apparently, with like Zangors. So if you want a Zangors, Pam. Yeah, but if you compare it Rock to Death Guard on the release, we got like a full setup. We have the full. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like old Plague Marines a little bit better. That's a May thing, though. That's completely a stylistic choice. The well, new ones speaking, look of, sick. Uh, speaking of meta, uh, since. Well, we're doing the Warhammer League, and right now, the most of the league is over. We're reaching the climax. So today was the game of the semifinals of, sorry, the quarterfinals. Or what's the playoffs? I don't know what's it. So we had Drukari against Deadwatch. Drukari won. And I got to fight Dark Elder in the future to see if I can make it to the final. And I was slightly terrified because, I mean, I play against Drukari, but that doesn't mean that, that, that they don't, that doesn't make it any less scary. They're scary. <laughs> and they are was, pretty scary. And I, I mean, because I, not saying I've been bored, but I've been playing Dead Guard in the same way for a while now. I just wanted to try something new. But uh, against this, no, I have to play safe. I have to, if I want to win, which is I want to win because I want to face Sue at the end, because I have a grudge rematch against his uh, monstrosities after that game in the tournament. I want to fight and see if I can beat him, but I need to beat Trukari the Calder first. So yeah, that is happening <laughs> soon. So I'm going to have a... Testing stuff. Uh, hopefully next week. We can uh, we can hope um, everyone has a grudge match against Sue though. So get in line. Oh my God! The I actually played against Sue. One game though. I played against his knights. Oh, that's terrifying, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. His knights are his knights are cool. Um, oh yeah, yeah, cool. But if you're on the other side, like oh my. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he what doesn't want to. Oh, I have a Brazilian guns. He doesn't want to play against my uh, Bellacore because we found out that um, I can make Bellacore fight three times in one turn. How do you do that? So, uh, <laughs> if he's hell? already, we have to assume he's already in combat with something. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So you have he, to be in combat. You hit him with the Slanesh power, Hysterical Frenzy. You can fight in the Psychic mm. Phase. And then you fight normally. And then there's a Demon Stratagem for three CP. Where a corn unit can fight again, oh, Jesus. and and so therefore, if technically, if you had the models stacked up close enough to each other, we did the math. He could bring down like uh, three of the small knights, the little like uh, I forget what they're called, but the little warhound ones, like the little the little ones, mm -hmm. the little knights. We we we'll call them little knights. He uh he can bring down three in one turn because they don't get an armor save against him. Because uh, he ignores their invo, and it's a four up. It's an AP four versus a three up. Um, mm -hmm. But he, we figured out also, he could probably kill a Castellan in one round. On average, he can do thirty wounds if he if he doesn't have a bad rolling day. He can do twenty to thirty wounds on average. So he could almost bring down a Castellan knight. Uh, at like the fun. very least, he brackets it so heavily <laughs> it can't punch back with one round of combat. So if you can get this thing to fight twice, he brings down a Castellan in one turn, no problem. Yeah, like I said, sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> 360 point beat stick. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
So that's pretty much for for it, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's been all. Um, thank you for listening to us if you made it this far. Uh, I've been Nick with the boys, Luke and Rock. (laughs) And we will see you next week. Bless.